Well, Kurt, we want to welcome Harold with us this morning. Harold uh, is uh, in our kitchen, and he's one of our main cooks or big cooks that has been a blessing to the ministry. So, Harold, we're glad that you're with us today. Thank you very much. Uh, I'm uh, uh, really glad to be here. Uh, uh, I've been given a gift, and uh, God opened the door and let me in, finally. Well, you know, Harold, as our listeners are being introduced to you, because you started in, in in 2019, I think maybe October, if I'm correct. Yes, yes sir. I'd, people probably would like to know, okay, Harold, uh, boy, you got some great uh, cooking experience. How about, about your testimony? How did you come to the Lord and some of the story behind that? I'm from the uh, Rex Sunbard Ministry Cathedral of Tomorrow, and uh, matter of fact, uh, on a Sunday night at the Cathedral of Tomorrow, I met Reverend Thomas. He came mm-hmm. in and spoke and told about the mission and everything, and I met him personally. And uh, But I was 11 years old when I met Jesus Christ mm. as my personal Savior. and. Uh, I guess I could tell you that coming from five generations of alcoholics um, and being one of five boys, when I got saved, I really got saved. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, I was telling Kurt that I, I'm not a Bible thumper. All I need is just somebody to talk to about Jesus and share where I come from. Mm-hmm. And it's been a joy. It really has. Uh, uh, so. From 11 years old until I'm 77 now, uh, I've shared uh, – people ask me uh, at Lowe's or Walmart or at the gas station, how are you today? And I always tell them that I'm one day closer than I was yesterday. <laughs> and, it, and it gives people the opportunity to say, closer to what? And I say, closer to eternity. And if they are a born-again believer, they say, gee, that's, that's where I am, too. Mm-hmm. And so it has been a joy. And uh, uh, coming here to, uh, to feed the people, it's just a, it's a gift. And it doesn't matter how many or how much or if they want to change something. I'm up for change. Mm-hmm. At Goodyear for – 25 years of being head chef, we fed 3,300 people five days a week, uh, 700 for breakfast and 3,300 for lunch. But it was it was a joy. It really was. And Harold, I, I didn't even know until you mentioned it in the interview that Goodyear had yeah. their own food service yes. at that time. So, And how, how many years uh, did you say that you worked at Goodyear? I, I worked at Goodyear for 35 years. 35. Okay. And uh, was uh, in the kitchen for 25. And you said on your application, you said, I've cooked for kings and queens, right? right. Tell, tell us what, what that meant. Because at first I thought that was a little bit of a, you know exaggeration yeah. for an yeah. interview. Uh, the 25 years I was at Goodyear, Goodyear had uh, rubber plantations in small African countries, and uh, they would bring, literally bring the kings and queens from these small African countries to Goodyear, and uh, we would feed them lunch or dinner or special, you know, and uh, I got to meet some of them. Uh, they didn't speak very good English, but guess what? They would uh, be in the dining room. We uh, At corporate headquarters, we had a table that seated 27 people that they 
they actually made the table at Goodyear mm-hmm. in the carpenter shop. But anyway, these folks would be in there, and and uh, they wanted to see where the food came from so that they would bring them into the kitchen, and I got to see them. But they always wanted to fix something different. And these people have eaten all over the world, so they've eaten exotic foods and things like that. Hey, these people would like to have a cheese omelet <laughs> or hamburger, you know. Yes. Good American grease. Yeah. Right? Good yeah. American grease. <laughs> well, you know, Harold, there's a lot of a lot of history. Um, I say this in a, in a good way, and I, I think our listeners, you know, you're old school in a lot of your cooking techniques, but also open to a lot of new ideas. Yes. But one of the things that uh, you, I think, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, uh, you were cooking even at a young age for your family. Yes. Uh, is yeah. that correct? Yeah, it is correct. And so you really learned a lot of your your cooking skills through through being young. I, th- I think you said 11 or 12 you were already right. cooking. Is that correct? Right. That is correct. Uh, I, I am the one of five boys in the middle one. And when my mom would get sick, my grandma would call and tell me what to fix for dinner for eight, 10, 12 people, whoever was at the house. But my grandmother uh, was a excellent cook. Her sister, um, I just told uh, one of the kids from Western Reserve Academy that brought, they closed their kitchen up there. They just brought a donation down here on Friday. And I said, my aunt used to cook at Western Reserve Academy. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? And it was just kind of, that's part of my heritage. But along with that, Pastor, is that um, hospitality is one of the things that my family's known for, my mom's side and my mother, my wife's side. And uh, that's the giving and of feeding anybody that comes in. You know, we have an open-door policy at our house, mm. and it's like the church down through the years. I mean— uh, we we did the funeral dinners at the cathedral, Karen and I did, with a group of other people that helped us, you know. And and we did the same thing at Victory Life, where I go to church now. But it's, it's the giving of yourself and what God has given me that I can share with others. But a lot of people, it's even a glass of water. You stop and think about this for a minute, you know. Uh, uh, just offering somebody a, a glass of water and uh, not a full meal or anything, but something. And somebody comes into our house, the first thing Karen wants to know is, you want something to drink? And, of course, the next thing is, you want something to eat? <laughs> and so we, yesterday, she made two gallons of chili. There's only three of us, you know what I mean, at the house. And so... Mm-hmm. So we're going to eat that chili until it's gone. Yes. But that's what the hospitality mm-hmm. part is in our lives. And, and that's a gift. It is a gift. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, uh, and I was talking to one of the young men in the kitchen the other day about it. You know, if you have it, share it. Mm-hmm. That's what you're all about. That's mm-hmm. right. Very so. good. All right. You, we, uh, we hinted. We, we'd be coming back to this topic. Now, you enjoy cooking but you enjoy um finding something don't you yes and tell us tell us a little bit about what that's the adventure that you like what you really come alive with with that well 
when you're talking about the donations that come yeah. in, yeah, yeah, finding things, yeah, yeah, they they t actually when you guys hired me, they told me that they had an off off uh, a, a warehouse uh, freezers off site with actually four by four skids of food. You know, beef, pork, and ham, and things like that. That they needed somebody to fix, mm -hmm. and that's me. That's hey. Um, one day we made uh, New England boiled dinner, and they brought over 140 pounds of prime rib. So we made New England boiled dinner, which was fresh vegetables, and prime rib in it as a meat product in there. And, I mean, you know, that's the kind of thing that just enlightens me. Mm -hmm. I mean, I just get excited about any time cooking and putting things together. You you, so. you mentioned uh, also, because I was there, we were talking about having, having some peach. Uh, that You found a can of or a large uh, container of Three, peach. Yeah. Nobody in, knew what to do with it, right? Right. <laughs> in, the, in the stock room of dry storage, there was a... Um, a a three-gallon ga bucket from 2017 of, of uh, peach marmalade. So I took and watered it down just a little bit and ran the chicken. We get chicken once a week here at Haven Arrest. And I bathed that chicken all in that peach marmalade and put it in the oven and baked it and called it Georgia peach. And these guys had no problem licking their lips and eating <laughs> their chicken. But it's things like that. Mm -hmm. Five-gallon bucket of peanut butter. What do you do with five-gallon bucket of peanut butter? Mm -hmm. Over here, I know what to do. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? That comes with experience. And like I said, that's years. You know, I, I think I go back all the way back to your childhood, right. Harold. Uh, I'm sure, uh, you know, you found joy. Oh, amen. I mean, there's a joy in, in, in what you do. Amen. And that's the difference between a job right. and loving a job. Amen. A job is just going amen. to work, but you've said this before, and I've heard it from other people, it's not like work. No, it's not. It's like you come, and you're just like, okay, what can I do? Right. Amen to that. It's, it's almost like an art. Right. It's not work. This is not work for me. This is a gift, and I get to share it when I come down here. And uh, I, 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 matter of fact, I told you guys at the meeting, I said, you don't even have to pay me to come down here. I mean, I'm a triple retiree. We're comfortable, Karen and I are. And just to come down here, be able to come here and, f and fix the food and just share it. I, I would tell you this, that I, and I've told people this down through the years, Jesus was feeding 5,000. He's preaching to 5,000. And it came lunchtime, and he told his disciples, go and get some food for these people. They're just, they're hungry. And they said the town was too far away that they couldn't. But one little boy had brought his lunch. And uh, I've been that one little boy ever since I was 11 mm. years old. Right, yeah. I'm the little boy with the lunch, mm -hmm. yeah. you know. And mm -hmm. I can take anything that God blesses and make enough for yeah. just literally and we have mm -hmm. we had a church picnic at the cathedral tomorrow on the fourth of july one year for 3300 people you know and and we had chicken jojo's hot rice you know and 500 gallons of punch wow yeah 
So it was that kind of a thing. It's a joy mm-hmm. to to see people happy and eat. Well, and you also mentioned that uh, the church, uh, you catered a couple's wedding. Yeah. And they requested a uh, encore, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. How many yeah. years later was that? Thirty. Uh, yeah, thirty years. Yeah. Uh, the children, one of the families that we, Karen and I, helped raise their children. Uh, we did th- their wedding, and the kids called us. Uh, it's this has been about six months ago, and said, "Uncle Harold, uh, could you? We want to do a uh, anniversary, 30 anniversary for our mom and dad. Could you do uh, the same thing that you made 30 years ago?" And I said, "Well, sure, I can. You know, for 200 people." Yeah. And so we got together. Now, how do you remember that? And I said, I don't. God does. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so we gave, we gave them exactly what they had uh, for the wedding 30 years ago. And Very so special. it, it yeah. was. It was a joy. Yeah. Uh, Harold, we're out of time, but we want to thank you uh, for part one. And we will continue this into part two. Uh, into our, our program here for the following week. So want to thank our listeners for listening to part one. We want them to uh, also listen to part two of Harold uh, as uh, on the following week as we hear Harold's story of his experience in the ministry that he, he does. So we want to thank you for our listeners for tuning in today.